Hey guys, welcome back to another Culture Boys discussion. I'm Pepe and I'm joined by Nathan. And today we're talking Dragon Ball movies. That's right. Yeah. Our favorite thing. <laughs> we're not even talking about like the Battle of Gods Resurrection F. Like we're talking about the old school Dragon Ball Z movies. Like so far, we, we, so we watched 13 of them, didn't we, Nathan? Yes, we did. Yes. Yes, and we did. This is going like all the way from the dead zone to the uh what was the last one wrath of the dragon ah oh, wrath of the dragon of course it is of course it is uh but yeah we're gonna give you our thoughts on each of these we'll run through a few of them might talk about some longer than others but who knows how are you doing nathan are you well i'm tired um <laughs> I, it's a lot like each film is roughly 45 minutes to an hour yeah and i watched basically all of these yesterday i actually noted when i started and finished just for frame yeah. of reference so mm. yesterday i started at roughly 12 30 p.m and i didn't finish watching them until 2 30 in the morning it's a lot it's a slog in it yeah like given a couple of breaks here and there but yeah like fucking that was long man <laughs> yeah because i started must have been about 10 o'clock in the morning because I, I started yesterday as well, right? So uh, I started at 10 o'clock in the morning and then uh, I watched the first three. Then I had a break and then I went back to it. And I think I only got up to, I think I had to do five this morning. So I started Dang. with uh, Bojack Unbound. So okay. I went for, yeah. So I went for, yeah, five of them today. <laughs> and let me tell you, like, the thing is, it's all about Dragon Ball movies quickly, like a quick rundown of them. Because these are all basically non-canon as well. Yes. Like, if it's fair to say. I, I will also go through where they take place as we get to each film. In like the timeline of things, none of it makes sense. That's how you know they're non-canon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll get we'll get into it like, for sure. Because there's a lot of things I want to bring up about these. Um, <laughs> but like I, I remember the only way I've seen these before, and there are a couple others, uh, mainly through... Uh, Toonami back in the day when it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Like, that's how I've seen most of these. Movie marathons, innit? They used to do that Literally, yeah. They, they had, like, one each weekend, didn't they? They scheduled all these Dragon Ball movies out, and I remember these. And, like, it's been years and years since I've seen these. So some of them are like, oh, that's a... Uh, that's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's very different to the actual Dragon Ball series. I've, I know the Dragon Ball series pretty much, like... Well, in and out same with you obviously yeah um and like the movies like these movies i've i've only watched them once before like a couple a fair few i'll say more about because uh, I've, well, I've seen a few of these more than once but should we just jump into it then yeah should we talk about let's let's right. go right into film number one dead zone bloody hell this is basically like an extended episode right <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean it's the garlic jr movie yeah which takes place at the end of Dragon Ball, right after, well, not right after, but sometime after the 23rd World Martial Arts Tournament and before the start of Dragon Ball Z. I mean, this is the only one that makes sense in terms yes. of Dragon Ball's timeline. This is the only one. Like, maybe give or take of some other ones. But, like, this is this is a film, like, if you see Dragon Ball Z and haven't seen the movies, you'll remember the filler in between the Freezer and Cell sagas, which is the Garlic Jr. saga if you would, which is probably about five episodes. Of yeah, just I don't think random. either that 
or this movie make much sense? No, they, like you could like they don't tie into each other much at all. Like you hear about this <laughs> fucking dead zone thing, and the dead yep. zone, like the movie is called Dead Zone. Matt, dead Zone's there for like about a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's right at the um, end of the film. Um, like if if you haven't guessed already, there's gonna be spoilers for each of these. We're gonna be talking about these. I mean, but oh, like, sorry, spoilers for these fucking really <laughs> old films that don't mean anything to the story. But, but sure, spoilers. But dra- Dead Zone, man, it was like. It felt more Dragon Ball esque than maybe See, Dragon the thing Ball is, Z. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it it is because it's right at the end of Dragon Ball. Yeah, but it's the first Dragon Ball Z movie. But at the same time, I kind of enjoyed that in a sense. It's like refreshing, you know, because right now we're all like mm. key and flying and like teleporting and shit. Like it's pretty crazy. So to go back to basics and watch them do like actual martial arts and acrobatics. Goku can't fly. Like, I thought that was quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there were some things in the film I didn't quite understand. Like, you know, when the henchmen turn up to uh, get the Dragon Ball from mm. Goku's house. Yeah. Why did they have to take Gohan and take out Chi-Chi? They could have just took the hat. And Literally, it- there's... <laughs> this is the one thing about Gohan's A's and as well. Like, quite a lot of these films obviously revolve around the Dragon Balls. And Gohan has the hat with the four-star ball on it yeah like you'll find a common occurrence is that they just take the whole child yeah (laughs) like you can easily take the hat out though knock out the child or whatever dragon ball fashion take the hat bye but then it's like oh no goku's got to go and save his son and literally it's unnecessary like plot devices it's just plot pretty much but goku could have still gone to just save the world it doesn't have to be like, oh, we Literally, beat up yeah. your family and stole your kid, right? You could have just been like, hey, Goku, they're trying to destroy the world. They're trying to fuck shit up. Can you go sort out? And mm. he would have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know? right. This is just a, it's just a movie where, like, obviously, it had to, like, they did this for some reason. Like, I, I used to question back in the day, like, why these weren't in cinemas. And now I know why. One, <laughs> if I paid to see this, a 40 minute long movie where this shite goes down, I would be pissed off. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd be pissed off. I, I I feel like these must be in this just must have been on TV in Japan, right? No, these I think they were theatrical to, releases. They actually went into theatrical releases. Jesus Christ. But um there we go. That's a thing. Um my one 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 thing though, one note I had for this is that like yeah, sure, plot device aside is a bit meh. Like you really don't need to watch this. Um but like it, you can tell it's early Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z when there's a fucking one or two minute long segment of Gohan having a drunken illusion. Yeah, okay. I've noted that down. I was like, what's up with the weird like alcohol apples, like fermented alcohol apples? Like, I didn't understand yeah. that. Um, but like it, what, this segment went on for like a minute or two, and I was like, Jesus Christ, it's showing its age. <laughs> uh, but yeah. This is. Uh, there were some I things mean, in it that were kind of funny, though. Like, um, mm. you know, after Krillin and Piccolo turn up, and then oh, the God, henchmen, yeah. you know, the henchmen like power up, but they like say something. Mm. I don't ever remember them going, gingerbread, tutti fruity, cheese. cheese! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, obviously, naming conventions, Dragon Ball, they have like a set, but 
the cheese bit just caught me off guard so much, bro. I was like, what? what? Especially because two things are dessert, and then yeah. one guy just goes, cheese. This must have been different than the Japanese stuff. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, but, like, that's just, it was so funny because oh, it was so random. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. It was just an interesting thing to watch, and it shows its age, and it's it's fine. Yeah, I I, can't, I don't have much <laughs> else to say about it. It's just it's fine, and if you like Dragon Ball, you might like this, but you also might hate it. So, no, well, I mean, like by this point in time as well, you also have to like remember it's quite old, so it's a bit mm. rough to watch because you know mm. animation quality has like progressed leaps and bounds since then, and it's all. It has to be up now, you know? So, like, that probably was originally in, like, 480p or something. I think animation style, I didn't really have that much of a problem with it, to be it, fair. It, was, like, I was it looked really... how I remember it looking. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was stated, and that, that's fine. That's fine. Like, um, but, yeah, I think we'll move swiftly on to a movie which I found a little bit better. It had a longer yeah. runtime as well. Uh, but World's Strongest. Takes place after the Saiyan Saga, but before... Freezer saga yes somewhere in between which is weird i'm always i'm a bit confused about world's strongest because like was it a guy uh who revived dr wheeler uh dr dr coaching that's him like they they made out that like these two are friends or whatever but like my my main pick from this is dr wheeler is a massive brain yeah in a robot's body yeah was Dr. Wheelow a giant? Uh, maybe in the same vein that Ox King is like way bigger than anyone else. Probably. But the brain is the size of like Dr. Cochin himself. I, I That has always confused me. Like why, how and why is it such a huge fucking brain? Yeah. But at the same time, like, I know he explains that I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Well, I think he explains it anyway. But Bomb was like, wait, you're Dr. Cochin. Shouldn't you be dead? And he like explains how he isn't. Mm-hmm. But I think his explanation was shit because I think it was just like, thanks to Dr. Wheelow's genius, we survived. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but how? Yeah. And like, where did you find, like, you just seem to be in this area. You managed to find this technology to keep Wheelow alive. Wait, did he what, keep also, him alive or something? No, because Wheelow was fine because he was stuck under the ice caps. Like, he was frozen in all these glaciers, right? But then, if they were together, but Wheelow is in the glacier, how did Cochin get out? This is this is the thing with these movies. It's like I think that's the thing. Like the explanations for these are very loose. It starts off with a very minor problem set up, which takes a minute to happen. Then the big thing happens. There's a big fight. And then it gets resolved very quickly. Yeah. Like, uh, and this is one thing that I find about these movies. Like the the pacing of these is, I think, the thing that really annoys me throughout it. Like, without trying to sound like too like entitled and shit like that. But like when you have a movie where it, it, the setup is one minute long, there's a bit of goofy stuff in for five minutes. Then the villain gets set up. Then there's a good like about thirty minutes of fighting, and then the resolution to the whole thing is done in five minutes. And like, there's always some sort of lame joke at the end as well. Oh, absolutely. Like <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not like it, it just like all feels like everything's happy and everything's back to normal after that. Like, but there's sometimes there's like people like there's mass killings going on in some of these movies. Oh, and then, there is one thing I need to say about this film though. I just remembered for anyone who's gonna go watch this, be careful because at the title sequence there needs to be a seizure warning because it flashes oh black and white really really fast and it, like I it's not a problem for me but it still really hurt my eyes. Oh, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because this this isn't the, the only movie to do this either. We'll talk about the other one later on. But like this uh, I I was in bed at the time, like nursing a hangover. <laughs> and literally like I'm in the dark watching this thing and then fucking suddenly like <laughs> Jesus. Like Yeah, yeah it's yeah, bad, isn't it? Morning, man. That's that is really bad. It, it's again so it must bad. have been must have been dated, but God. Like it's definitely dated, but at the same time I'm like how even like uh, no, 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 these are like still produced afterwards like surely that must have been yeah right and nice. surely this film must have come out after that fucking porygon episode of pokemon that they had to pull Absolutely, because it gave yeah. all those kids seizures so like it's not like we didn't have something widespread that did that right maybe it didn't maybe it came out before but even so like that was it could have been corrected man. yeah That's one thing that right? is horrendous that honestly is really bad um but again, another film where I'm just like, yeah, right. Yeah, it was okay. It is what it is. It's okay. It's better than Dead Zone, but I'm not going to. Yeah, but I mean, more. that's not hard. <laughs> uh, Tree of Might. Okay. Tree of Might is the first one that I sort of actually enjoyed it because, like, I actually like Turles as a character. I think it's a nice juxtaposition to see how Goku could have turned out if he yeah, didn't bash absolutely. his head as a kid and turn good. It is cool. I, I, I'm always a little bit thrown off about the Turler's design and the origin because he just says, uh, I'm like kind of a very similar situation to you or whatever, but he looks exactly like Goku, but he's not related to Goku whatsoever. Yeah, that's because like uh, people used to explain it away with like, oh, when you're a lowborn Saiyan, like you're sort of really generic and like whatever, whatever. But I think it is literally just they probably want it to be like, oh, it's evil Goku. That's it. Yeah, it literally was. We wanted to make an evil Goku design, and they made it again. Fucking like twenty years later, thirty years yeah. later. But like, <laughs> the thing is, super. But yeah, for the time, it's yeah, it's kind of good because it's like, oh wow, it's evil Goku, but this guy's like smart as well. You know, like he's not just yeah. the same who fights. He also kind of uses his brain. Probably would have been Goku if Goku didn't hit his head. Is literally like, yeah, Goku exactly. Could have been yeah. Also, like it's a small thing, but it's leads into this fucking dragon icarus like <laughs> returning i don't remember this film being the introduction of icarus no i always remember is... lord slug icarus is his first arrival that's how i remember it anyway but uh, apparently like yeah this is the introduction of icarus and that's fine like icarus is actually in more films than i remember <laughs> yeah it's so weird but... like this fucking little dragon just keeps coming back and you're like why I, I mean, it doesn't do like, much, but okay. It somehow lends it. Like, I guess, I, I guess, like it kind of gives Gohan a motive as well. Because up until this moment, moment, like really, Goku's the only one that had motive. Yeah. Um. Like, and he like if because Gohan would be the one that's been kidnapped, or Goku, uh, Gohan's in danger. So Goku's got to be. I got to protect my family, and then he goes over there. But sometimes, like when Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z progresses the story. Obviously, Gohan became more of a character gate trained up and he actually fend for himself yeah. so i guess they gave gohan icarus as a 
plot device to be like, oh, I've got to do something to say, help save Icarus or whatever. This is where this film kind of comes into it. I, I also guess, wouldn't be surprised if Icarus was just created to be like a sort of like movie mascot to sell stuff as well you know yeah i'm sure that i had like a little minifigure at one point which was gohan and icarus together see like, that's what i'm saying like i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if literally icarus was created just to sell some merch or something yeah it's cute and it is quite yeah bit. you know it's but pretty cute true am i the fights were actually quite fun to see i will give it that and this was like probably released around the time that saiyan saga was going on so, oh yeah, like, it, yeah. It takes also yeah. takes place some time, but be, uh, between the Saiyan saga and the Freezer saga. So Goku uses Kaioken, right? Yeah, Goku uses Kaioken, and like Turles knows the uh, the Blitz Ball move, you know, to create the artificial moon. So like, it's stuff we potentially saw beforehand, and then it's just sort of repeated. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's all right. I think so far out of the three that we listed, Trio Might has been my favorite. It has got some pretty fun fights. Yeah, it's it's the best one so far. But like, you know, we're getting into some really good ones. <laughs> yeah, I think this is where they kind of hit their stride a little bit because then we got Lord Slug, which is actually my first Dragon Ball movie that I saw in general. Okay. Like before this episode, uh, before we decided to record this episode, like I remember I had the DVD. I think I mentioned I had the DVD back in the day bought it from like Woolworths with like five quid or something but um and that was a different dub but this time it's like it's it's a bit different to how i remember it because i although i've seen lord saga loads of times this one like it's it's different how i remember the story playing out i don't remember it being like oh they want to like make the what make earth really cold and like take away all the temperature and stuff like that i don't remember that plot device um i don't remember that either no but like because like what was it at one point as well um goku and krillin go missing because they basically a comet's heading towards earth gohan and krillin go to stop it they kind of do it uh but they get knocked out and meanwhile everyone else goes to like see who the fuck lord slug is because his ships arrived on earth and then he takes everyone out again I think do they take the they don't take Gohan, do they? They just take his hat this time. Maybe yeah. they actually do take the hat. Yeah. They so, they literally just take the hat. Gohan actually survived. Yeah. But um yeah, this is a thing where it's a Namekian as well, Lord Slug's Namekian. So this is going on around where the anime was probably placed. This is probably released around <laughs> this the Freezers. Yeah, it's like just before the Freezer saga. Yeah. Still um, it's still in that same time period. In between the Saiyan saga and the Freezer saga, but like closer yeah. to the Freezer saga, because like Namekians, so, yeah. and it's also like the introduction of Super Saiyan. But at the time, Toriyama didn't know how Super Saiyan was gonna look, so they all just guessed based off of <laughs> uh, get, like they guessed off like... of uh, Kaioken. So, see, I always thought when I first saw this, I never thought it was Super Saiyan. I thought it was just a Goku power up. But in this. King Kai literally says, oh yeah. my god, he's gone Super Saiyan. Yeah. Uh, and he has the whole aura about him that he's gone. Obviously, he has black hair and he has uh, the whited out eyes and stuff like that. So, like, I've never actually knew they actually said Super Saiyan in it. I thought it was just like they knew they wanted to make it like that. But they I remember it up, hearing like, Super but... Saiyan, but I I don't remember it just being King Kai saying, oh, he turned Super Saiyan. I always, yeah. I don't know if it's like the Mandela effect where because the fandoms called it false Super Saiyan for so long that like maybe my brain just remembers King Kai saying something like, oh, he's almost become a Super Saiyan or something like, I, I don't know. Or maybe they did in a different dub because there's like 
all the films had like three different dubs for English. And we we watched the Funimation ones, like just Funimation. There's like yeah. the Ocean Funimation dub and then there's this other one. And the, mm. yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. This is a point as well where I feel like we're enough into it now to actually mention this plot line and another one, like two plot lines I've noticed. Oolong is in these movies a lot more than I yep. remember him being. Like, more than I've ever seen him before, I swear. Like, si- Oolong yeah, is, right? Why is like, he always, like, front and center? He, he's very much front and center. I've never understood that, because I guess it's comedy value. He definitely adds that. Yeah. But, like, what? it doesn't add much to the movie, the plot in terms. <laughs> it really doesn't. Uh, this is one thing, and I've just always been like, why is he here? Like, you have Roshi. Roshi contributes that. Krilling even contributes that comedy. So why do you need Oolong there? And he is there so much. Just to have the Three Stooges, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, That's one thing that I picked up on. And it even happens like further down in these movies. The other plot line, which I noticed is a very, very common occurrence throughout all these movies, is like, was it's usually Gohan, uh, Krillin, Goku, like playing around, fighting around. And then in the middle of the movie, someone lends a hand when there's a bit of a struggle. And 90% of that time, that is Piccolo. Yep. It, like Piccolo like doesn't appear like or like he's been attacked at the start of the movie and then he comes in like halfway through. But like every fucking movie, I swear, it like Piccolo says there's like, oh my god, Mr. Piccolo. And he's like, Did you miss me? <laughs> and then he starts fucking up some shit. Obviously, Goku saves the day in majority of these. But like Piccolo just turns up halfway through the movie just as a lending hand and like. Well, when I mean everyone that's because like up until this with. point, that's the main team, isn't it? Like because Tien is off doing something and Yamcha's playing baseball. <laughs> like, there's, there's no yeah. one else. It's those those three and Piccolo. Also, one thing I have to mention about the trio, by obviously stepping back one step, is that Yamcha's motive throughout that whole film is, hey, they you, ruined yeah. my car. I, I need to get revenge. I spent all my money car and you fucked me car up. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's Krillin, Gohan, being like, we've got to save the animals. You ruined their forest. And... Like, you could pay me back my car, man. I was like, what the shittest motive ever? Like, bro. But that's the, I swear that's one of the only movies Yamcha actually appeared in, right? Uh, He was in Bojack. He was in Bojack, yeah. To get wrecked. But yeah, we'll get there. Um, I mean, like, the one thing about these films that I do like is sometimes you see some of the more background characters. Like yes, I do. Chi Chi yeah. does some stuff in a couple of these films. She normally gets wrecked right after she yeah. does anything, right? But it's nice to just see her take up the fighting pose, maybe Absolutely, take out a guy yeah. or two before she gets taken out. But at least she's doing something because in the series she just cooks. And you often forget about that. that Chi Chi is actually a fighter. Yeah, uh, but you forget about that because she doesn't do much, like you said. Like it's just that is one thing I will give to these films at least they sort of try to give some characters something to do that in the main series they just would not be there for like even like uh in world strongest roshi fights which by that point in the series roshi doesn't do anything anymore he's just like the old master that they go and hang out at his island (laughs) (laughs) like that's it like and like you said like chi chi is a fighter but she just became a housewife after that so he's just it's just nice sometimes to see these things, even though we like just ripped on Oolong. At least he's 
gets to do something. He is Even more y- pro. Like, yeah, Yajirobe. Y- exactly, yeah, right? Like... Yajirobe gets to do some stuff. Like, some of these other characters yeah. just sort of get a bit of Yajirobe is the one that, like, kind of wakes Goku up when it's like, absolutely freezing. Like, when, like, Lord Slug and them have, like, taken over the <laughs> Earth. And, like, Yajirobe's there. He's actually like, hey, wake up. Like, you got to do stuff. I mean, and, like, like, like Yajirobe, fair enough still does the same thing he always does in the series anyway he turns up and he's yeah. like oh, he's a essential <laughs> beans and <then laughs> literally, the, it literally is that but the man's a sensory bean provider and it does help with plot i guess like yeah but, he talks yeah. a big game and then they're like oh so you're gonna fight and he's like uh no <laughs> and it like disappears isn't he you know but again, at least he gets to be in the film and do a tiny little bit of something before exactly. shit kicks off or shit's already kicked off and he's just here to deliver the Zenzu bean so everyone can be like, ha ha, life is it. good again. <laughs> yeah, like I did actually, uh, Lord Slug is one of those ones where I kind of shit talk it down a little bit every now and then, but it's a decent one. I put it on the same level as true. I mean, like, I put, I put it higher than that because you got like, that's where we learn about Super Namics, like yeah, Super Saiyan. True. And like it's kind of just like cool, you know. <laughs> like especially because like by that point we're like, oh, it's just Piccolo and Kami, and then it's like, oh, whoa, there's this whole other guy, and he's evil, <laughs> and he gets giant. Like, yeah, like plus he like is one of the only villains up until that point that actually manages. Besides like Garlic Junior, he's the only other one who manages to actually make a wish on the Dragon Balls for something. Like Gar- true, yeah. Garlic Jr. is like, oh, I want my immortality, but he's like, bring me back to my youth when I was the most powerful. And it's like, rah. Like the only person who did that before that in the main series was King Piccolo. Cochin also uh, made his wish, didn't he? Like, I think that's a, yeah, like, but Cochin's wish was thing. like different. Wheelo back. Yeah. yeah, it was like, where is Wheelo? Bring that building to me because it's in this ice somewhere for fuck's sake. <laughs> I do recognize that, like. A lot of these movies, like sometimes with Dragon Ball, sometimes it isn't always about the Dragon Balls, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in these movies, they are very, like, the, the situation often comes about because of the Dragon Balls. Like, and it actually is, like, more prominent than I remember. Like, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, in a series called Dragon Ball, like, in each of these movies so far, the dragon has been called. Yeah. It's like, it's only these next couple, I think, next few in the list where the dragon balls don't play as big a role and it's more about the villain yeah absolutely so next one is cooler's revenge i think this is my favorite one of all oh i love i love cooler i like of cooler as a villain to be fair i always have done like, i think that final form is sick like well because it's cool because like right then that's like cooler's revenge is in be- supposedly in between the androids coming out and before Cell. yeah Mm-hmm. Which is a really tight timeline because you're like, okay, so that means Goku and them just came back from Namek, but somehow mm. 17 and 18 are driving around in that van, maybe mm. fucking some shit up. But now you're like, oh, but Freeze's brother, though, forget about this thing that's already happening, but Freeze's yeah. Freeze brother, but it's he's cool because he's like. It's supposed to be Freezer, but better, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I was going to say, it's like a more even heartless version of Freezer. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like, he. Like, Frieza was kind of like a psychopath in the fact that he liked to play around a little bit, whereas Cooler would just be like, nah, I just want to, like... Get shit done. Like, I think he's the, like, more efficient version is probably the best way to say it, because he's like... Because even when, like, what was it? When Goku's... They like, oh, there's a a ship going, and he's like, "Uh, why would I clean up my brother's mess? I've got five more planets to destroy before the end of the day. I think 
in terms of storyline here, I think it's good. I've always liked this movie. Even when I was a kid, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I think like what really lends it is the character design. I I just love the character of Cool. I think yeah, that really I I think that stuff. fucking like it's the look and the fact that he gets like that mouth shield faceplate thing yeah and plus this is also the first movie where we see goku's official super saiyan yeah cheers and that the whole fight between cool and goku at the end is like i think it's sick also piccolo turns up halfway through is i'm here to save the day and gets gets blown up (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then he does save the day because at the end when salsa's like Ah, you fools! <laughs> and then he gets fucking special people. They catch you out in it, don't they? Oh, it's Mister Piccolo. It's like, ha ha! It's me. And it's like, oh, no, shit, dead. <laughs> um, which leads us into cool, uh, the return of Cooler, Ugh. which is not as cool. <laughs> I-, I will say this right. Also, takes place in the same time period between Androids and Cell, but the big gay start. I like the idea of it, like this yeah. sort of like weird mechanical robotic like parasite thing that makes robots. But in practice, it's dumb. It is so fucking yeah. dumb. It's basically like Tree of Might, but mechanical. I kind of love and hate this movie at the same time because it actually had some really cool moments, especially with this is the first movie where we see Vegeta as well. Yeah. Not just that, Vegeta goes Super Saiyan as well, which is also quite cool. You see Vegeta and Goku fight together to take on that first Meta Cooler. And they struggle. You see them struggle with yeah. this thing. And then they beat it. And it's like, finally, we beat Meta Cooler. And then suddenly a fucking army of them turn up. And you're like, shit me, man. Like, that was, uh, I love that. Also, one of my favorite like comedy moments in any of the movies. It's where like Yajirobe and the rest of the Z fighters get captured. Oh right! And and uh, there's that little robot guy. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Please follow this way, where we will chop you up." And they go like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll make this really <laughs> like painless and efficient while we chop you up." <laughs> <laughs> and like Yajirobe's like, "No, oh, fuck that!" And then meanwhile, there's the little robots like taking him with him. Like, and I actually love that. I thought the comedy in this one was actually my favorite. Like, I think the dub kind of really lends it right here anyway um i enjoyed that i think like, like you said story-wise it's dumb as fuck uh yeah. but in terms of fights and the, the ending's a bit shit as well i didn't like the ending of this no but i do like that kind of like the look of cooler's head and you know when it becomes that big like mm. wire monster thing like i can appreciate that right that looked kind of cool met cooler looks cool the army's cool but then the rest of it's just garbage yeah it's just it's if if you don't think about anything and you just want to see some cool fights i think this movie is actually right but that's if you just like want to just like leave everything up don't i think mean about like it. it's <laughs> this one out of most things right feels like someone's fanfic like oh so you know you know how freezer when he died he got like turned into mm-hmm. mecha freezer with random crap but what if, like, we had a cooler freezer, and then yeah. he was like a real robot, but then there was an army of them, but then it's because it's parasite. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It just, if you list out all that kind of stuff, it just sounds like yeah. someone who's like writing a fan fiction. And, and, and the way they beat Meta Cooler is like Vegeta and Goku are Super Saiyan, and they're just too powerful for him to comprehend. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's how they, and it, it just sounds like, yeah, someone, someone's fan. You're right. It's the most fanficy one out of all of them. I know, right? And like, 
this is again even considering that cooler himself sounds like a fanfic character is like oh imagine freezer but he's taller and he has another transformation <laughs> like <laughs> the best. yeah i get that it is very much like that but like at least that one sort of worked the return of cooler was just to follow up from cooler's revenge is just not as good hmm. maybe Absolutely. if they had swapped the order a bit like with this next film like a bit of break in between, maybe it would have been I a tiny so, bit yeah. better, but I don't think so. I still think the Return of Caller wouldn't have been very good. Nah, re- like Return of Caller is definitely lower tier than um, like just Caller's Revenge. But uh, Android Thirteen, yes, which uh, again I think it has some, some interesting lines really, in there. really funny comedy moments, <laughs> <laughs> and just the, the way that the like all three of those androids interact with just anything i found it absolutely jokes like because <laughs> those first two is it 15 and 40 yeah 14 and 15 yeah yeah like they're just like walking around like society like in the middle of the cities just walking through a department store not using like doors or any pathway yeah just like, like flying through the floor through or whatever <laughs> like, some really good offbeat comedy moments in these and i actually appreciate that quite a bit uh and the lines as well <laughs> <laughs> That I know what you that interaction between thirteen and trunks. Yeah, like oh my god, it's like was I think it's like uh, Goku as well. He says, "I'm here to beat your ass." <laughs> and, uh, it's a line which I just didn't imagine any of the characters just saying. Well, it's like Trunks <laughs> and, saying, "Like you could talk, you red ribbon redneck," and I'm like, "Whoa, where the <laughs> fuck did that come from?" <laughs> Like, Jeez, it's, uh, man. it's like they like, they really wanted to just be like yeah fucking just show them like just shit talking each other or shit yeah right and but, then it's like like what was it <laughs> then android 13 is like yeah you and your 30 dollar haircut <laughs> <laughs> it's like why why do you, like if you're gonna bring up anyone's hair in this trunks is probably i don't know got the most normal hair <laughs> and then you look at fucking 13's hairstyle before he turns into super 13 yeah they're not that different it literally <laughs> trunks uh, are probably the closest in the hairstyle <laughs> it's just like some of it just made me laugh and then like obviously like what was it is that all is that that's that like iconic scene as well where he turns into super 13 i think it is yeah or whatever the fuck or is this like i don't know is that the official name i don't even know if it is or not i think so yeah because the film is uh super android 13 in it so it would be super oh, of course 13. it yeah of Oh, um, but it's the bit where he's fighting Goku. <laughs> you know, it's that iconic yeah. moment where he yeah. just like uh, Goku goes in for a kick. He grabs Goku's leg, just punches him straight in the balls, <laughs> and it's just like the thing. In, I remember seeing the uh, abridged version of this when Team Four Star did it, and I remember them focusing on that moment a lot more, obviously for comedy effect. But in this one, he just punches Goku in the balls. It's like, yep, yeah, that's done. <laughs> See, like until the internet caught on probably because of you know team four star like i don't even remember that but then like you know when it (laughs) became like the next big thing for some reason as a meme let's just go through getting crotch punch like (laughs) (laughs) it's the first time you see like this is one thing i feel like they really did try and go for the comedy moments in this and i I don't know even when that wasn't focused on comically i still think it was jokes yeah well because it's just a weird little detail isn't it like but you're like considering the way the character comes in yeah, yeah. android 13 would punch you in the balls because he's a dirty fighter probably but <laughs> i also thought that 
it's cool in a way that this film parallels Cell because it's it's more androids, but they're like pure like mechanical androids that fuse yeah. together to make one like final form super being. Whereas like Cell was like bio mechanical. These ones were created by a <laughs> the the explanation of this just made me laugh so much. The AI robot version <laughs> that thinks it's Doctor Giro. <laughs> that is <laughs> that thinks it is. Well, so it the just thing like... is, right from the explanation, why would it? You need to say thinks it's Doctor Giro. It obviously would because it's his consciousness <laughs> turned into AI. <laughs> so it is just Doctor Giro. Why yeah. would you have to say thinks? But... It's just the line made me laugh yeah, so know, much. Right? Why? Why is this a thing? You could have just said it's learned from Doctor Giro and it just does stuff. Like, what is Doctor Giro? Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. Like, it's such an unnecessary detail. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh so much. And the thing is about Super Android 13's design is I've always thought this is it. It looks fan made. Like out of all of the characters that we've had so far, I know we said about like uh, Cooler and Meta Cooler, but this one just looks like oh we gotta go for the spiky hair let's just make him blue as well <laughs> let's just make I, him blue. Like, i actually like that design though <laughs> <laughs> as a kid i probably would have seen that and be like oh cool but now i just i think that's why i like it because i remember it from when i was a kid and i'm like man that looks so cool <laughs> blue skin red hair it looks like someone just went a bit too far for character creation in xenoverse <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. uh, this I still enjoyed this movie though. Like I yeah. think they really do hit their stride in these like middle ones here, and uh, I I can't fault it too much. I enjoyed this, and plus it has that line with uh, Piccolo and Vegeta at the end where they're just sitting on the iceberg, and it's like, is it over? Not till the fish jumps. Fish jumps. It's over. <laughs> that, that line I was just like unnecessary, completely unnecessary, but I I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great. But yeah. Now yeah. this is the one yeah. right, that everyone like everyone's favorite out of the movies. Because this is Brody the Legendary Super Saiyan. I think the longest out of all of the movies as well. Actually. Yeah, I think so. And it takes place somehow before the Cell games. Yes, it does. Like like you know when you're like, I don't know how you would fight an enemy like Broly and then struggle against Cell, but non-canon. <laughs> non-canon, yes. right? I like the idea of this this movie, original Broly, mm-hmm. is kind of dumb, right? Yeah. That he's just mad because Goku was crying as a baby, so he couldn't sleep. That's yeah. stupid. But I do kind of like the idea of like just an almost invincible foe because his power level is constantly growing and is mm-hmm. uncontrollable. I kind of like yeah. the idea of that, but the execution maybe not so good. It's just the backstory of it just seems a bit too it. Like you wouldn't have that kind of like anger like as a baby. Like literally just <laughs> develops it. It's not even like I don't know him and Goku grew up together and he resented Goku. Or anything yeah, exactly like that. right. You it, wouldn't even remember it, that shit. No, but he just gets like he just latches onto it and it's just like okay, like it just keeps on going. And, was it a crying or something sets yeah. him off? Or was so like it was basically because when they were born, they were right next to each other in the nursery and Goku as a baby cried too much, which then made Broly cry probably because he couldn't sleep. So then for some reason, Broly just remembers Kakarot. And every time he sees his face, he flies off the handle. But at the same time, I'm like, one, you wouldn't ever 
remember that, right? And two, like, get a life, bro. Like, yeah, like, or, <laughs> or I couldn't it's... sleep with a baby because his other baby was crying. Like, come on. This is this is one of the movies though where I thought the pacing was just wild for me because, like. I swear it's like the first 15 minutes. Like you get to set up a Brody and then you, you see him fighting for a little bit and he calms down. And then it goes into another fight like about five minutes later. And that's the big one. This is the big fight. This is, again, where the trope plays in. Oolong's there doing his comedy shit. Piccolo turns up at some point to save the day. <laughs> like Vegeta's like fucking crying in the corner. This is fucking wild. I also like... There's so many things in this film I don't remember. Like, yeah. I sort of remember Chi-Chi and Goku doing a school interview thing, <laughs> but I don't remember it being that long. They really do play into it, don't they? Like, it... But it was also weird to just see Goku in something that isn't his gi. Like, he was wearing a suit. That was just kind of weird. I... I thought it was quite funny how he just starts talking to King Kai in the middle of the interview. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then just, like, gets up and teleports out. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chi-Chi's like handling of that whole situation is also kind of funny. Because they're like, is your husband a magician? He likes reading <laughs> and sports! Sport. <laughs> 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 like, I will say, like, there's some, some comedy in these. It's very hit and miss, but I love this. I love that moment. I think my favorite comedy part was... um. <laughs> after Roshi comes out and he's like I'm here to help and then just like does that whole mask face changing thing and then it's like but why but I found it funny because it was just kind of random they just sent him off as well didn't they they're yeah. like okay cool you had your mo and they sent them off the planet like halfway through the fucking film and this is what makes me laugh so much is like so they brought them in for the comedy and then and just took them away. Literally, you're like, okay, they're removed now. So here's the actual fight. It's like, why have them there? <laughs> like, you can have just a completely serious Dragon Ball form. You don't need to add the comedy in all the time. Oh, man. Although, talking about serious, I remembered this before it happened, but Broly fucking crushing Paragus in that pod. Oh, fuck. God. Like, fucking Jesus. hell. He doesn't give a shit. He literally is just like, crushes it and then chucks it and you're like yeah. a guy was sitting in there bro your, your dad was sitting in there man like that that is like so fucking and nah. his dad it's... in this film isn't as cruel as the new version of the film where to control him he fucking shocks him he just uses a thing that powers broadly down and makes him a bit meek and wild so i'm like how do you hate your dad that much i could understand new broadly doing mm. that but not I think he's, old Brody. he's ruthless. I think they really wanted to show the ruthlessness of Brody in this. And it shows. But my one thing is, obviously, we've seen the actual Brody movie. The one that Akira Toriyama actually kind yeah. of overlooked. <laughs> uh, like, looks over in a way, not overlooked. Well. Um, but uh, you can't help but compare these two Brodies now. And you can understand why they've made the latest Broly, the uh is it 2018 i think the film came out or something the 2019 yes. um something like that. you can you see like that broly and you think like okay like he he actually has some redeeming factors whereas this broly completely irredeemable an absolute psychopath who is very much conscious of his decisions of yeah. what he's doing and absolutely destroying everyone like he actively like what was it those those um those aliens that are like yeah. equivalents of like slaves 
And he's like, oh, you see that planet you want to go back to? Fuck that. Boom, it's dead now. And like, it's absolutely ruthless. Half the fucking things he does is like, and yeah, that's the difference between those two. You can definitely tell them. I don't remember like, Broly, like this version of Broly talking that much. I, I That's what I thought as well, yeah. I right. swear Broly's normally just like, Kakarot! Kakarot! as well. Literally, like, I never it, remember him talking. <laughs> But yeah, uh, still like the fight scene in this is the longest one out of all the movies for sure as well because this is just a really fucking long fight scene. Well, I mean it has like, to be though, doesn't it? Like they're going up yeah. against the impossible, essentially. Yeah. Because they don't even actually kill him. They thought they did, but they didn't because he's <laughs> which... just too strong. Which leads into a different film. Yeah, but... but we'll move on and talk about that in a second. Oh, well, after this next one, which is Bojack unbound yeah i didn't really like bojack unbound if i'm honest it takes place between the cell saga and the boo saga yeah and because goku's actively dead in this one yeah so. and like <laughs> the whole setup for this film was also really stupid and i didn't remember that either that it's because a rich kid wanted aliens mm. for his birthday <laughs> so then his rich ass dad was like and you shall have it i set up a tournament but I, this is the one thing I don't get is like this has really never really been communicated that the humans do actually go and talk to aliens outside. I know, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I've got the best minds on it. And you're like, but where was this before? Yeah, this is like, I understand in terms of the Dragon Ball universe, like, yeah, we know there's aliens out there, but the humans don't specifically know that, right? Apart from the interactions they've had with the Saiyans. And even then, the Saiyans look human. <laughs> I mean, like, the only other race by that point that they would have is the Namekians, but they all hung out in Capsule Corp. So not everybody knew about them. Besides Piccolo, I guess. Yeah, but even that... Yeah, King Piccolo is arguably, yeah, a thing. It, it's weird. It's it's weird, that bit. But, yeah, the, yeah, the setup is strange. Um, The whole... Like they brought in Super Saiyan 2 Gohan again, which looked cool, but in reality, it was like the thing that set off Super Saiyan 2 Gohan in the Cell Saga was obviously the rage and obviously seeing Android 16's head crush, and that's what made him snap and all his mates getting attacked. Whereas this one, it kind of felt like it, it wasn't that much of a trigger to set off. It that wasn't because it was basically friends got wrecked, and then Goku was like, You need to get mad. Yeah. And then he was like, okay. Yeah, and he then got he, mad, he yeah. got mad and then he turned Super Saiyan 2 and then he punched one of them in half and kicked one of them in half. And then Zangya, the girl, got used as a yeah, human shield yeah. by Bojack. <laughs> and then stuff. And Bo Bojack is just a villain that was just there. He never really had much of a motive apart from, oh, he was sealed away and now he's back. Also, it's I don't think it's ever explained, but at one point in at least the dub we watched, when mm -hmm. Goku's like, Go on, you need to get angry. And yeah. then Bojack goes, Was that Goku? And I'm like, wait, how do you even know who that is? <laughs> Was that ever explained? Like, how do you that know is who actually Goku so, is? That is so true, actually. Like the only way I can think about it is like where so obviously Bojack was sealed in the North Galaxy. Yeah. Right. And he got released when King Kai's planet got blown up. I was always under the impression that 
like I think it's from Team Forza that Bojack was sealed. <laughs> Shut within... up, Bojack! Arr. Literally, I <laughs> literally, and I thought he was sealed inside King Kai's planet. <laughs> but I don't think it is, is it? I don't, I don't I think, think that was it just is. Made up. I think that's no. just Team Forza, and you just heard the gag too many times. I think I Shut think up, it Gregory. is. Literally. Shut yeah. up, Bubbles! Shut up, Bojack! Arr. <laughs> um. But fair, like, and then he got he's got all his mates with him as well. So were they sealed, or did Maybe. he just reconnect with his mates? I, I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> I remember through playing Dokken Battle and learning some of their names. The the one with the sword that fights Trunks is confusingly called uh, called Goku. Oh God! So it's just Goku with an A. On he the gets end. wrecked quite e- like he gets wrecked really early as well compared yeah. to the rest of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, again. A meh film when you look at like compare it to fucking Broly and like Cooler and all that. Yeah, sort of I, d- ones. I mean, yeah. honestly, my favorite part of the film was just seeing Gohan in Goku's outfit. That's it. Yeah, that was a cool, that was a nice touch. That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah, else. And even then, you got that in when fucking Boo Saga happens. But anyway, yeah, we'll move on because as we mentioned before, Broly's not dead. He was so popular, they brought him back. For Broly's second coming, oh, takes place just before the Boo Saga, because Videl yeah. was there, asking yes. Trunks and Goten for help finding the Dragon Balls for something. Yeah. What was it for? Never explained, as far as I know. She just wanted help to gather them. Um, I yeah, there must have been a reason, right? She never says anything. She never says well, a reason. It just speaks a whole. It just speaks massively about this film because I really didn't like this. But there's, I mean, another film which yeah, I was gonna about. say we'll get there. But <laughs> I will say it's nice to see Videl doing stuff. Yeah, even uh, in a yeah, small capacity true. because pretty much right after this, she'll get wrecked at a tournament and then she'll never do anything again, all the way up until Super. Yeah, it is. I think at the time it must have been at like a point where Videl was kind of, like you said, being introduced, and I wanted to make her still a prominent character. Like, because when she's first introduced, like it, like before the Boo Saga and stuff, like she's actually a very prominent character. Like, yeah, because but... she's a crime fighter and she's like an actual martial artist. Yeah, that Hercule must she knows have been how at to some fly point. in this one, right? Yeah, so it's uh, it's sometime after. The very beginning of the Boo Saga, because mm. Gohan's, they're already hanging out. She knows the yeah. kids and she knows how to fly. So it's like somewhere in between there and probably just before the tournament but, or yeah. after the tournament. I don't know, because it can't take place after the World Martial Arts Tournament because then all the Boo stuff kicks off. So it must be just before then. Yeah, and Goku would have been back around that time, wouldn't he? But even then, that's a weird one. Well, I think it's just before he comes movie, back so. as well, because like right at the end, he like. You know when they're doing the Kamehameha, yeah, and then Goku sort of is a massive apparition in the sky, and then somehow <laughs> turns into his physical form behind his sons, and he's like, "We can do this all together." Yeah. And you're like, "How? What the? F- it is like, what? was it was it the Dragon Balls or wasn't it?" And then like, it was just like <laughs> bullshit. There, there's a lot of bullshit in this movie. I feel that, yeah, especially I mean, the. Tr- the Trunks and Goten stuff is so freaking dull as well, man. Do you know why? Like, it's because it's Trunks and Goten. I, like, I, I, I know. Like the thing is, in Z, I don't mind them as much. I That's because they don't do as much. <laughs> but th- when you're when they're front and center, 
it is so freaking laborious and like you have comedy moments that don't hit oolong and roshi and yajirobe comedy moments actually had some hits and misses these don't hit at all and like, i think it's, it's just... because it's like kid slapstick humor you know yeah it's, and it's it's actually the character flaws i find of both trunks and goten kid trunks is just obnoxious and goten is just a kid with very little personality who just follows trunks around yeah so like it's... when they're front and center like that you're like oh okay so one's gonna mouth off and the other one's just gonna be a goofball yeah and compared to the first Broly movie this one just really doesn't no honestly the best part is the like whole son family coming home yeah that's it yeah that, that's the best bit that's like oh no it's just a cool moment there but I'll yeah it, it's cool because it's like oh man we never we never thought we'd see something like that happen again after, you know, after Cell, where it's the father-son, and then it's like, oh no, it's the whole family now, because he's got the little brother and everything. It is cool. I like that bit, but the rest of it, yeah. shite. But not as shite as this next one. Oh god, I forgot. Like, I knew it was bad, right? <laughs> I never realised how bad Bio Broly was. Oh my it god. This... You don't have Gohan in it. You don't have Goku. You don't have Vegeta. You don't have Pickle. You don't have none of this apart from Krillin. Uh, like Android 18's cool. And her but, she, but like they don't drive a story as well as the other. The ones no. that are driving the story here are fucking Goten and Trunks. And like we said in the previous one, it's shite. Yeah. Oh well, my Well, it's also life. shite because this is like a direct sequel to the second coming. So it takes place probably like I don't know, a couple of months after. Yeah. Oh, mate. It was and it, like, so bad. The, the worst part about it is that he only looks like Broly for probably like a total of two minutes at best. Yeah. And then he turns into that fucking mud monster. I thought it was over. I thought they defeated him and he came back. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, the film's still going. <laughs> yeah, mate, I, it was... Yeah. I, oh yeah it was fucking stupid and like so th- this even... is obviously taking place at the time of fucking the martial arts tournament has kind of gone on because android 18 wants her money yeah and all she w- that's the other thing is like 18 is insufferable in this film i get it you want to get paid but it's just all she ever basically says is Where's my money? Mm, there's no depth. There's no depth to the yeah, character. And it's I will charge. Like, I'm charging yeah. you more money to help you, but where's my money? I think like the, the, the slightest bit of like redeeming bits in it is that like she says, "Ah, oh, I'm not. It's not worth that much. I have mouths to feed. I don't want to die." But then she continues fighting anyway, <laughs> and then it's just like it just comes across a bit shit. Oh, actually, I just remembered something that is like totally. I don't know how it managed to get past mm-hmm. right at the end after they've like fucking finished it and then her cure is like 18 come save me and then he, she says something and he decides to like sink so he can swim a little bit and trunks goes maybe he was better off dead and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> i remember that it's just a throwaway line as well with it like it's... oh yeah I mean, the only other thing that confused me in the film is also, like, I can probably explain it away, right? There's a very easy explanation, but at the same time, 
Trunks somehow just knows the Kamehameha. I get it, him and Goten are best friends, so Goten probably showed him how to do it. But they never expressly say that, and you're supposed to just mm. guess that that's why. But like, yeah. he just like never used it before. Even in the previous film, he charges one up, but he never fires one off. So you're like, oh, maybe he doesn't, right? But then in this one, he actually does it. Him, Krillin, Goten do it to be, you know, to destroy the uh, crusted over giant mud Broly. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just never mentioned again. And he never does it again. And you're just like, oh, okay. So you just know one of the franchise's most iconic moves and never use it there's okay yeah i i think this movie i think you just gotta like i don't know erase it from your memory yeah because this is easily in my opinion the worst one of them all absolutely oh my god it's such like it's just like why does it exist right why because you didn't even have broly look the way he did before you you could have just made that fucking weird slug monster. <laughs> Literally and could it, have, it, yeah, who has like, I don't know, Broly DNA or something like that, but you didn't have to make it Broly. You literally like, could it, have called it bio anything and it would still have worked because it fucking didn't look like Broly. The only reason you said Broly was just to get people back in. And I'm like, I don't think original Broly's good enough to carry three films. Nah. He was barely good enough to have two films. Yeah, the two, the two was the second one was bad, but this is like you, you think like this, you think the second one's bad. You like it can't get worse, right? And, and then, then this they comes prove along. you wrong oh. by clutching at straws. At least like the new version of Broly probably could actually carry some more films. Slightly more interesting character with more depth, but the yeah. original movie Broly is just like, bro, this one doesn't even talk. For fuck's sake. <laughs> this one doesn't the even screams. make noise. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Insert oh. random noise is probably what it does. It's fucking just... shit. Fucking terrible movie. It's bad. It's just bad. I just want to move past it. Just... Yeah, let's please do. Because I was... Ugh. Uh, Fusion Reborn. This is actually a, a decent one. I actually really enjoyed this one. I remember like when I watched it on Tsunami when I was a kid, I really enjoyed it. Um, and this, this was like, let's so this one, this one. This is like, I, in terms of story, it's not the most in-depth thing. No, this is, I think this is around the same time where they, they were just like, Dragon Ball is just about fighting bad guys. Big bads. Yeah. So like this one is even worse if you look at everything, all the details on paper, because it takes place after... Boo is defeated, but not Kid Boo, like because Vegeta's dead. Yeah, so I guess it's like Super Boo, and it it only looks kind of worse on paper because Janemba is basically Boo. Yes, in almost like it's almost a carbon copy because it's like starts off as a big baby like one and then compresses down into a sleeker, more chaotic, evil one. But the Janemba that we see like the sleeker one is pretty fucking cool <laughs> like it, it really is okay like out of all the villains like, it doesn't say any lines it doesn't have a motive it just wants to kill things and it's just like it's just an embodiment of chaos 
Uh, yeah, much like Margin Boo was. Like, obviously, doesn't have a motive or anything. Just like wants to fucking ruin shit. The difference is Janemba's got a cool ass sword. Uh, yeah, sleeker design, like, and it also has the weird like teleporting. Whereas everyone just like moves with key, and you know you got the quick like speed lines. Janemba like breaks down into like cubes and stuff. Yeah, into like it's... another dimension and then comes out. But that just looks really cool. They they did really good with the animation in this one. I think like this is like for me peak Dragon Ball Z animation as well because I feel like some of the best stuff like best designs came through in the like late Boo Saga anime. I yeah. love like all that kind of stuff and it, like it came through with this as well and it looks so good. And you get to see quite a lot in this film, not just like Janemba, but Pycon's back. Yeah, the Pycon stuff's quite funny. Yeah, <laughs> just shouting abuse at this fucking guy. Like, well, he got done day. Let's face it, Goku's like, uh, "You figure this out, and I'm gonna sort out the big bad." Later's, <laughs> yeah, absolutely rude. But then, like, you also have uh, some of the Goten and Trunk stuff, which I actually did quite enjoy in this film, where for some reason they're fighting Hitler. I did. We know that in movie reasons. Like the in-universe reason is because you know yeah. Janemba like fucks up the check-in station, so there's no barriers between heaven, living world, and like hell. I I understand what you mean though. Why specifically was it that mm. one person? <laughs> it it was just like it what like obviously they like had a whole bunch of like famous like yeah like what was it armies come back as well yeah like and then free freezers freezer. Back. You saw all of the Ginyus. And all the other like movie villains as well, because yeah, I'm... Bojack appears up in one frame. <laughs> yeah, Bojack and um... who is arguably stronger than Freezer, and probably most of the other characters got brought back to life. If in that case, because obviously it takes Gohan Super Saiyan two to, the... but he he's in one frame and then he just disappears. Well, like the, <laughs> the, the most disappointing thing is that all these series villains comes back. Gohan flies straight through him. Mm-hmm. Gut punches Freezer. Freezer explodes. <laughs> and then they all chicken out and disappear. Yeah, that was over really quickly as like, well. That, that was, is like... all like resolved in like 30 seconds at yeah. most. Yeah, so that is a bit of a lame part of it. Then you have like Hercule just walking through the city, being attacked by zombies. But then also being exactly Hercule like. Yeah, he's actually defeated and be like, hey, I could actually take these enemies. It's, <laughs> it's quite funny, like compared to the shite that was in the previous movie where Hercules is like, I need to give people money, so I don't get it. And yeah. this was his cousin or what the fuck it was. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is actually quite funny stuff that comes through. But like, you also got like Goku and Vegeta fusion as well. Oh, that, well, this is Gogeta's like inception. Like, he didn't exist yeah. before this film and never existed for a long time outside of this film this is like i feel i feel this is like they they saw the fusion was a thing and they were like okay so you've done that with goes and trunks but what if we did it with like two of the series is like most iconic characters yeah. at this point let's just do that and then they're like okay surely this is like a boot you see the possibility of gojita and you'd be like I want to see that. Like, if you, if they put that in the trailer, you'd be like, I want to fucking see that. I want to see fucking Gogeta come see, to See, there is one thing about Fusion, though, and it happens in everything. <laughs> okay, Series, yeah, I film. Exactly. I hate it. It is such fucking 
trope, and I'm sick of this gag. The failed fusion gag is mm. overused, overplayed. Fucking stop that shit. Yeah, it. Like, that's the one part of this film which I was just like, okay, yeah, it's just like, I kind of just switched off a little bit at that point. I was like, okay, this is a thing. God, do I hate that, yeah. that fucking The gag. fact that it holds it, it slightly holds its own as well, though, is also the weird thing about this. It's like, obviously, like, he's just farting all over the place and he's like, not really doing much at all, but he's still holding his own against your member. And it's just like, wait, what? Surely this is like, I can ignore a lot of the sort of like gag humor that comes with the failed fusion, you know, because it's like, oh, he's the fighting. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's just the fact that we always, always have to have fucking failed fusions. Like, come on. How does this thing, this technique get used all the time and you're still fucking it up? Yeah. Okay, in this film, it's Goku and Vegeta's first time. Give them a pass on that. But when Goten and Trunks do it all the fucking time, and then it's just fucking always there. Like, they do, they did it in the Broly movie. Goku and Vegeta failed a bunch of times. And, like, I don't know how, because Goku's the one who learned it from the fucking Metamorans anyway. So how do you keep fucking that shit up? You learned the technique. You taught it to two kids and you still can't do it right. Yeah. I mean, like, in this, it's kind of like explained that it's Vegeta's fault, isn't it? Yeah. Which is like, a guy that's reluctant. So I think it's, it's ex- the explanation's there, but I can understand why you're, like, you're over it. I can understand why. I mean, I don't know how anyone isn't over it. It is just always fucking there and so unnecessary. It's just there to pad the time. Hmm. Uh, I have no explanations for it. I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of it either, to be fair. And you're you're definitely more passionate about it. Than I am. But no, like, <laughs> I mean, like, no one has an explanation for it, really. Yeah. But it is just like a thing I'm tired of. But I can understand why. The film does also have more redeeming features than that. Like, uh, it didn't always happen. It was a weird continuity thing. But like, mm. most of the time, if there was anything to do with the living dead on on Earth. I noticed there was like thicker black outlines and the saturation was slightly higher or like it looked a little mm. like it looked more cartoony but I really liked that difference. I kind of I can kind of see what you mean, yeah. But then right. there's sometimes where like Goten and Trunks are dealing with, you know, the undead armies, but then mm-hmm. their like outlines got really thin again and then the next frame it'd be really thick. I I did notice like weird continuity errors like throughout most of these films i didn't bother noting them down because it's just sort of like a weird little nitpick but like yeah like at least for this point i i don't know why most of the time it was thick black outlines and then sometimes with the overworld stuff it just wasn't yeah i wouldn't know <laughs> to be fair like, <laughs> it's, it's just i i didn't actually pick up on that at all to be fair but um maybe there is maybe there is like a reason for it i don't know but i don't know it's like um in bojack unbound in the fight with trunks and goku that after he's transformed he's green but there's yeah. a couple of frames where trunks flies away and he's coming in to fight him he's blue again and then he turns back to green when he's like close up i didn't understand why that happened again now that's like i'm saying there's some continuity things but they're nitpicks. They're not. They're not like yeah. that important in the grand yeah, scheme. Like, of uh, yeah, it happens. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that did. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, but yeah, I still put this movie on the same level as like say Cooler or something like that. Like I still enjoyed this one quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, overall, everything was really cool. Like designs are cool. Yeah, it kind of sucks that like Janemba just created because the one guy was fucking around <laughs> instead of doing his job. And also fucking well, Gogeta will arguably one of the main selling points of this movie is only in it for about five minutes. Yeah, as well. It's not a, like it, it literally is like five minutes from the end. Gogeta arrives, and it's like oh yeah, Rex okay. Janemba somehow because of yeah. powers that they somehow learnt when they fused, even though they didn't have those abilities beforehand. Yeah, whatever though. It, it, it Gogeta is cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. not gonna shit too much on it, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, which brings us to the last movie. The 13th and final film. Yeah. Wrath of the Dragon, which takes place after Boo's defeated, but before Kid Boo. Yes. Because we got Ultimate Gohan. Well, we also have fucking Saiyaman. And I hate the yeah, Saiyaman. It's a good, great way to start off a movie for you. I, well, actually, we had Saiyaman in the last one as well, didn't he we? He did. I just chose not to bring it up then, but um, <laughs> I hate Saiyaman. I think Saiyaman is stupid, and I don't honestly know how Gohan managed to convince Videl to become a Saiyaman when she was just fine with being Hercule's daughter who fights crime. Also, there's no point saying, oh, we're Saiyaman 1 and 2 when, like, they stop some bad guys. The bad guys say something about Saiyaman being stupid. And then Videl's like, see Gohan, even the bad guys. I'm like, you just said his name out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole Saiyaman like illusion, like, oh, who is, who could it be or whatever? It's very loose in these movies. Like, he just like immediately takes it off if he is ever referenced in it. And like, like you said, the identity stuff really isn't hidden well at all. So. Yeah. Also, it's just Gohan being lame, proving what he is lame. Like that's it. Yeah, I, bruh, you don't like the same man, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this film, Wrath of the Dragon, is about Harudagon. It's about yeah. Tapion, Tapion, yep. the little brother. That, I forget his name. <laughs> like, miscellaneous. I don't know what the fucking name his name is. Well, at least uh, he had a name. Because, like, you know when he's explaining it? And then Tapion's like, yeah, me and my brother. And then the wizard. And he's just this, this wizard, other guy. Wizard. It's just called the wizard the whole time. Doesn't get a name. Yeah. Uh, like, some of the... This is just, like, one of those movies where I kind of just watched it. And I was... I already had, like, very meh feelings about this movie beforehand. What? Uh, but Tapion's and... so cool. Do you actually think Tapion's cool? Yes, I do. But so, I also... like, Tapion is just like uh, Trunks, future Trunks with I... a mohawk. Okay, I did note that down. Yeah. But I think he's also, that is also partly intentional on the designer's part. Absolutely. Because yeah. they tried to link him to the main series in some way with the sword. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, I don't know why I never realized that Tapion is kind of like Dragon Ball's version of Link. He's got elf ears, he's got a sword, he's got an ocarina. Yeah. And you're just sort it's... of like, huh, okay. Yeah, there's some things in it where, like, I don't know, the Tapion characters, I understand, yeah, he's got a backstory. He's got a bit more backstory than any other fucking characters in these movies, to be honest. But, like, it's, I don't care for him. I think, like, <laughs> your thoughts of Trunks, where you don't like future Trunks. I don't like Tapion, bruv. Like, 
I don't know why, but this I guy just is like just Tapion's meh. design. Yeah. More than anything, I just think Tapion looks cool. Mm. I thought the brother was going to come back at the end or something, but he don't. No, he never does. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. I thought and, there'd uh, be some sort of thing. To, there, to be fair. No, fucking... Yeah. It's more about Herudagon and like the final form of Herudagon I always really liked. Well, really? Where he looks. Yeah. Okay. It was, what? Like, I don't what? like Herudagon either. Like, it's, it's a monster that like is basically like. I don't know. Do you want to create something that looks a bit like Cell X, but like is not exactly Cell X? <laughs> uh, uh, so you're okay, telling cool. me you would prefer Cell X to Herudagon? I don't like either. Okay, I, I don't like. To, I, I, I don't pick... like Herudagon because I don't like Cell X. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to pick either. If you had to pick one, don't want to pick either one. I'd rather pick to. fucking why? Because I said so. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, uh, Herudagon. I guess. Okay. That's Nothing can beat my <laughs> disgust as Cell X. But I shall remember I, like, this forever and always. Like it's still shit. I don't like any of it. There's a skeleton <laughs> Harudagon, and there's the fucking big bug Harudagon, which is just eating people. There's a big massacre, and then like it's all over. And they're like, was it loads of people are dead? They don't revive them. It's just go Goku's standing at the end, like, yeah, I defeated Harudagon. Realistically, you just wanted to take the fucking credit by the looks of it, mate. You just fucking <laughs> cave in. Like, like was it they could have well Trunks could have actually killed Harudagon if he was the fucking sword shit that they held the tape on. But like Goku's like, no, Trunks, this is my fight. I wanna beat Harudagon. Well, I mean it's Goku, and, isn't it? Like, but like I just don't understand like why. I don't understand it either, but it's Goku, like that's just what like, he does. And then it he is what he does. Super Dragon just... Fierce. Yeah, it's uh, it's plot at the end of the day. Obviously, it's Goku. He's the main, but like Goku is also obviously struggling the whole fucking time, and then he just comes in at the end, does this yeah Super Dragon Fist, and then like a move does that I swear shit. he doesn't learn until after all of this is over. May oh no, they just threw it in there because I swear in the like... main series he doesn't learn that move until after he disappears with Shenron at the end of the series. I've always just made up for this movie. I don't remember. <laughs> Either way, I thought, uh, yeah, but doesn't make any e sense. Yeah, I just like uh, all of this movie. I think was it the main villain man was a little short. Like, I red forget dude. his name too. He's not important. Yeah, how uh, I was gonna say how, but that's the <laughs> thing. Um, like he's just there, and like he's obviously evil from the start. You know he's evil, and then they're like, oh, maybe we can trust him though. Like man, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just. This film also All makes movie. Goku really dumb because there's one point they interact him and this guy, and he's he, he says something and Goku's like, "What? You're from another planet?" He's like, "No, no, I'm I'm from Earth. I'm as Earth as it gets." And Goku's like, "Yeah, I guess so." And you're like, "What do you mean you guess so? No, who else <laughs> is red like that?" <laughs> you were just questioning it two seconds ago, like, oh, right, so like he's got whiskers and all this shit. I'm like, Goku. Yeah. I did what Bulma says. Oh, was it when they're talking? When Bulma's talking oh, yeah. to the tape, I was like, I knew oh, it. Yeah, the whiskers gave it away, and he's like, like, oh, oh, you didn't say bro. anything. No, everything about this, like, in fairness, it's not the worst movie in this, and it is actually better than a lot of these. But I just don't like it at all. Like this whole movie is just like one of those ones like I just sat through and I was like, Look, I'm I'm not saying it's a good film. I just appreciate some of the character designs. That's it. Again, I, can, I think yeah. Tapion's design is really cool, and I think Hirudagan's like full on bug form is pretty cool. 
rest of it I could do without. Well, especially because it's like a Trunks, like fucking Trunks heavy movie, and I hate True. Trunks. Yeah. You got the, the origin of the sword, which is also really thrown in. Like, because I feel like when Trunks was introduced, he had the sword and it looked cool. But I don't think the sword was supposed to be his main thing. No. And like, it's also confusing because it like messes with the timeline. If you think about it, because like most people are like, oh, so that's how Future Trunks got the sword. But Future Trunks never once mentions Goten. But Goten was in that film. So if that makes sense, what the fuck happened to Goten? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking true. Yeah. Because then it really does fuck shit up. It's like, oh, that's how we got the sword. Yeah, but you never once mentioned your best friend who's Goku's second son. They literally... Also, that also does mean that that... Even though this takes place after all the Cell stuff happened. So... None of it It clicks. just doesn't... So it's on, like... on, on face value, you think, oh, that's where the sword's from. But then you look into it and you're like, wait, what? No. It, it it's almost like an Easter egg, like sort of like wink wink nudge nudge kind of thing but at the same time it's a confusing one because you're like yeah but it, it just like... takes two two seconds of thought to be like wait what that yeah exactly add up like yeah it's that's one thing i think that's why it kind of takes out it takes the wind out of sails a little bit more about this movie and it's just bruh like yeah i'm just not <laughs> just not a fan like it's so um would you say before like we wrap all of this up would you say this was a worthwhile experience? Right, okay. So we watched all of these movies in the space of like literally a little over a day. Pretty and much. honestly, back to back, you can tell which ones are good and which ones aren't so good. And realistically, none of them are amazing. But I feel there are some really good which I enjoyed. I love the cooler one. I think the Brody one is good. I know some people love it like a lot. Uh, I-, I think it's good. That's what I'm going to say about that. Um, <laughs> but Fusion Reborn, I, li- I like a lot of these, but they're not canon at the end of the day. And you point you point the holes out in these a lot. The timeline's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Like, I think if you really wanted to watch these and not taking regard of a full series in general, fine. I think there's some nice ones you can watch some good ones you can watch but bruh uh 80 percent of these aren't great in my opinion what about you what do you think my honest opinion is i would not recommend you suffer through all of this the way we did (laughs) unless that's your choice and like i feel like suffer is the perfect word for it because like pepe said most of these are okay at best there's a few standout hits but they're all unnecessary because they're all non-canon and they're just sort of like stories yeah i will say this though like we've seen a lot of these characters come back in some modern iterations of video games right um like so like you know like in xenoverse 2 there's quite a fair few characters in that yeah or uh, super dragon ball heroes yeah Lots like of them there's, come back. there's a lot of them and i actually don't fault a lot of these character designs in general i think they actually in that sort of isolated situation, I actually don't mind them being in those games. I quite enjoy that. I think it's cool little, oh, there's this character and that's quite good. Like, Janemba in fucking Fighters. I love that. I thought that was a really cool addition. But there's a lot of these, I think it's the storylines of the movies themselves, which I don't great with as well. I, I think I agree with you in the sense that these 
stories are fine to exist in a game setting because there's extra content. And when you're playing a game, that's great, right? Because there are extra storylines that you don't necessarily have to do. Like, you know, when we play Budokai 3 and like you could do Bardock for a little bit and it was like little what if stories and stuff. Like in a lot of the games, you can do things like that. Uh, or like just these characters' inclusions in the games, I think is good. But to focus just on the films themselves, I really honestly don't recommend doing this like we did i think if you watch a couple and then you take breaks and then maybe a few days and then come back or you just watch the one-off ones here and there i honestly don't recommend them as like a full-on movie marathon like this like you know i spend half a day doing this i'm like i actually wasted half a day of my life (laughs) (laughs) it is honestly it does feel like because i could have been watching fucking chainsaw man (laughs) i could have been doing a number of anything else and instead we did this i mean at least we know like i think back then when i first watched these i had a bit of a childlike wonder that i was excited to see these because it was some it was more dragon ball content than we had before and it was after the boo saga it's like any dragon ball content's good dragon ball content yeah realistically this time where we also have super and like and better films yeah I feel these just like are it's a slog to watch. Some great moments. I'm not gonna diss the whole thing. Like I said before, I have enjoyed quite a few of these movies. But yeah, like Nathan said, back to back, nah, would not recommend this. And with that, I think we should end. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna fucking keep like shitting on this. I think it is like I think part of it is like just the bulk of it. I think especially the last one, it's left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. That is <laughs> what it is. Um but like the yeah, like there's there's some good ones. Give them a shot, mate. Like if you like them, bruh, it's your thing. Like if you like them, they like them, man. I mean, like what it comes down to is, we don't recommend it, but you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Yeah, that 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 how it be. If that's what you choose to do, good luck. You're gonna need it. Make sure you got plenty of drinks and snacks. Like you know, keep yourself Drink, healthy yeah. in that. <laughs> you're um, gonna need it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah but yeah besides that i don't have anything else to say <laughs> like... no i think we'll we'll close up the episode there before you hear any more of our whinging but anyway guys <laughs> thank you for listening anyway thank you for listening to us ramble for this long and on that note we'll see you next time for another cultured boys episode bye-bye bye <laughs>